Renting your property? You need a letting agent who doesn't just do the paperwork. Sherry Fitzgerald Lettings look after it all. From gathering references, to taking care of repairs and maintenance. From getting the tenants, to checking in with them. It's the letting service that lets you live. Find out more at sherryfitzlettings.ie Sherry Fitzgerald. It's not just about property. It's about people. What's up, folks? Episode 2 of the Talking Bollocks podcast here. Me and Calvin sitting in my kitchen in yeah. the nip. Yeah, episode 2. Same podcast, different location. We're in Terence's kitchen. Uh, we're not in the nip. Don't be listening. <laughs> <laughs> but um, touch, just touching on a few bits from uh, the first episode, Calvin has a uh, few stats there for you. Yeah, so uh, episode 1, Terence, uh, I think it blew up. Blew, blew up is another statement, to be honest with you. And we were checking the numbers there over the weekend, and every time we refreshed the page, I was getting knots in my stomach. There was one stage where I was in the car, and I refreshed, and I had to get out and get somewhere. Yeah, 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 we were rattling, we were, we couldn't believe it, it's fucking mental, like. So we're at nearly 2,000 listeners worldwide, and the reason why I say worldwide is we are listening to (laughs) in 10 different countries around the world, so Ireland, the UK, Australia... New Zealand, right? Now, this is where it gets funny. We had listeners in Singapore, had listeners in India, yeah? <laughs> so, I think this episode, we're going to need subtitles for them, boys. Yeah. <laughs> we had a couple of listeners in the US and a few in Canada. Yeah. And we another one in the UAE. So, that could be anyone. That could be some sheik, or that could be some young one in the yeah. boys shaking our wobbly bits. <laughs> and then... The fun, this, is the, this is the one I'm going to touch on. So on Spotify, they gave us 10 countries, and one of them came up as unknown. So everyone's like, what does that mean? So I just think that's all my in-laws down in Wexford, who have to dodge your wi So we lost our podcast virginity last week, so now we're just working hard to get rid of our regular virginity, and we'll be laughing. <laughs> so this week, what we're going to touch on is our backgrounds, myself and Terence, where we came from. Stuff we've been through, uh, struggles with mental health, physical health, addiction, and basically what got us to where we are today. Yeah, well, we're not where we want to be, yeah? But... <laughs> we're, we're on the way, so uh, we'll get down to the nitty-gritty funny stuff for us, I suppose, and it's lovely. Yeah, well, these are the serious things in my eyes. <laughs> these poles, these bleeding. Right. These poles, mate, I've had full-blown conversations, yeah? with random strangers about cuddle. And first of all, right, before we get into this, see the people messaging me saying, oh, cuddle is white, shoe is brown. You just haven't got a fucking clue. It doesn't go by the colour of the soup. It goes by what you put in it. One has rashers in it, one has beef in it, right? But it should be white. No, shut your mouth. Cuddle is white. It's not (laughs) Cuddle is white, folks. You just having a clue. Go on, get into the polls. Right, well, while we're on it, 71% of people said cuddle is white. Coddlers, why then 71% of people are wrong though, you know? <laughs> they couldn't be. It can happen. 71% and was a nearly a thousand people that voted on that poll. Yeah, but they're all wrong, bro. <laughs> Get down to the, the real facts. Yeah, really? pants and curves. That's, that's the hair. This one blew up. There was slaughter. I told you. Grew up and all. I told you already that there is people out there that walk among us that call the curves. It's madness. It's an absolute joke that people do that. Christmas dinner is cancelled by your family. Yeah, it's slaughter in the gap that'll be. But um, 70% of people said pats. Yeah. 40% of people said curbs. I can't believe that's even 40% of people out there. How many messages you get people like, I call a curbs, I didn't know that was a thing. No, I unfollowed half of the people I had on Instagram, <laughs> I'm not next gang of scruffs. Relationships being ended, I know. <laughs> but um, as well, pictures and cinema. Yeah. I thought that would have been about 95% say the pictures and 5% yeah. for the cinema, but 77% voted for the pictures. Yeah. 23% of people out there called that the cinema. Yeah, but that's 23% of people tend to be posh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, look at me, I'm from the south side. Mate, you're from Ring's End. It's not even the... Count. <laughs> that barely counts as the south side. Do you know what that's I mean? A fact. That's a fact. You're calling it the cinema. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so, look, I'm a strong advocate for brown coddle anyway. Yeah. Right? You have BLM, people hate the neighbour, Black Lives Matter. I'm going to start my own movement, the BCM, Brown Coddles Matter. <laughs> 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 
Yeah. Do you want to go through? Uh, we put up a thing there the other day on the page about suggestions and topics to discuss. Do you want to go through a few of them? Yeah. Right. Well, um, the first <laughs> one that I seen there that I liked was um, King Arteta. Oh, mate, that is a good one. Oh, you have to say King. Dublin. No, mate. Mate, I'm a Dublin man born and reared. No, it's King. It's Tate. Bro, you're you licking a, a carpet when you lick the crib. You wind no. up. You don't go down the shop and say, can I get a Tato roll? You say, can I get a King roll? Do you know why I actually do say that as well? Can, yeah. I, can I get a King roll and you say, what, you don't put King on it? Put Tato on it? Yeah, but I like a pack of no, Tato. King is a Dublin thing and Tato is for coaches. Do you ever see some no. people have at their weddings, they have a, a cart with Tato on it. The fucking nip bag. <laughs> There's 40 or 40 people in a row on the ground in a wedding, they'll rock the boat. Stinking <laughs> the cheese and onion. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Who has that at that wedding? Yeah, no, that's a fact. If my boy put that up, oh, I'm going to have that at my wedding. No, you'd be getting divorced. Yeah. There'll be no wedding. <laughs> that's a fact. Right, I'm having that. Right, you have a couple there. <laughs> Shell, you want to touch on? We'll put a poll up for King versus Tato. But yeah, I'll give you a big Tato fact. I'll give you a big fact. Three. Tato actually make King now. So they have us out oh, here punching each other around. That's what I'm saying. Bro, we did the tour in Tato Park. That's what did they do. King, they make King now. That's right. They have us out there. Punching each other around, oh, and they have more. They have the crib game wrapped up. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Tato was like the maiden dawn out there. <laughs> uh, another one was the toy show. Uh, did you watch the toy show? No, I'm a grown man. I know you're a grown man, but I have a five year old daughter, so I right, watched it. Really uh, it wasn't great. Ryan Tuberty's a bit of a wine guy. If you look up the definition of wine guy, you'd see Ryan Tuberty. It was, do you know what, bro? It was, it was hard to watch because. He's out there looking at this shit and oh, shows you how toys and all and he's telling kids to stay two metres apart or we're going to die. But last week, RTA had a fucking party and they're all there licking the face off each other getting pictures together. Do you know what I mean? Telling people yeah. to social distance and they're doing that. But did you see the young person in there, McKennedy? Oh, bro. No. Bro, it turned out to me all day. Well, like the hatchlings, did he it? singing there, McKennedy. He goes, I dedicate this to me. Dad passed away three years ago. Oh, stop. Dear McKennedy comes out. Lumping the trout. Dear McKennedy walks out, doesn't he? Sat singing the him, and the young is bawling his eyes out, and he's belting her out. I was like, whoa. There's in the back of my neck. Stand up, listen to it now. Yeah, no, that's good. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, we move on for that. Another, yeah, this is going to be one for the polls. Yeah. Another one that we got mentioned. Show. <laughs> Dressing gown. Or a house coat. Right. Now, this <laughs> this to me makes no sense because it's clearly a house coat. I call it a gaff coat as well. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? But you the wear people it call house. it a morning coat. Yeah. What, well. like, what's the story that you can't wear it in the evening? <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I could sit at home walking. I do have me hood up and all chilling out with yeah. house coat. You know what I mean? So you see all the elements going to the shop at 3 o'clock in the day and they house coat in the pyjamas. Shout out to the mother Laura Ann. I know that she listens down on work so she got me one for my birthday. It's the best thing <laughs> I ever got. top of the range. Yeah. Yeah. Mate, it's going real. <laughs> But yeah, the then people call it a morning coat. So what, it's that time of day you have to take her off? Yeah, if it hits 12 o'clock, boom. Boom, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> Get that on me. Get that thing on me. Yeah. So we'll throw that one on the pole. Dressing gown on a house coat. It's a gaff coat. Yeah, it's a house coat. 100%. Bro, I'd be wearing a full-on tracksuit with this thing over. You know what I mean? <laughs> Guilty me. So this show is what, this is another one, right? Now, my dad is the only fella on planet earth that we know that actually drinks sparkling water willingly Ooh. what's your opinion on sparkling water <laughs> no, drinking painted needles it is yeah. <laughs> you know what it's like did the signal ever go on your tail and you get static like, <laughs> that's what it's like you're drinking static drinking milk full of static oh yeah. god I thought it was forced obviously mate if I was in the desert for bleeding a month yeah. and someone rocked up there's a tray of sparkling water okay, no thanks pal I'll see this one out pour it out piss in the bottle and drink oh, yeah, that yeah I'll, I'll check out there with sparkling water but uh, let us know if you drink sparkling water well sorry to hear but there's something wrong with you yeah, that the catch a cracker <laughs> yeah right well uh, we'll move on to the serious matters now yeah do you want to get into it bro let people know who you are because to me we have this persona of people just from their Instagram and on Instagram me well in fairness in person as well you are a funny cunt yeah Thanks. <laughs> but I think people want to know who you are and where you came from. Yeah, no, a few people have actually said to me, like, they great to the more serious, you know, the things and whatever, because that's all me and you about, really. The business yeah. have the buzz and fucking whatever, but, um, yeah, no, we both have a little story to mm. tell. And that's what I think, I know a lot of people message us about, like, it's great to hear two lads on Dublin on a podcast instead of hearing, do you know, guys, don't talk like this, hi, guys, welcome to my podcast, all right, <laughs> mate. Do you know what I mean? We're yeah. from the flats, we're raw. 
we tell you how it is. So, I don't know. When I started this podcast, I didn't think it was going to get as big as what it is now. But I suppose... We're That's actually one episode as well. We are. We're resonating and we're reaching out with people and people are connecting with us. So, I suppose we better touch on the, the hard-hitting facts in life, mate. Right, so we start with you, Terence. Uh, mm. Where are you from, mate, originally? Dawes, Fletch. Dawes, Street. Born and reared down there. Um, moved out of Fletch twice or three times, actually. Um, moved to the cattle market up. Then moved to another place up in Finlayter Street. And then back to the Fletch again. And then left the Fletch a couple of years back. About over 10 years ago, probably now. Up to where I am now, up in Cabra, but um, was down the flats every day, staying in my nannies all the time. Was never out of the flats, never left. Them, yeah, you know. And where'd you go to school? Um, Vincent's went to Saint Vincent's. Well, <laughs> say I went there. I went over there. Went to Saint Vincent's in Glass, never secondary school. Um, I got fucked out there in first year. Yeah, <laughs> For what? just a disaster. Of young, they just always getting in trouble and all. So the end of first year, they just said to the L and that he has to go. Like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a bit of a disaster. I was riddled in ADHD as a kid and fucking, yeah, just did some stupid shit, you know what I mean? So, yeah, I got fucked out there and then got put in a school for like troublesome kids, if that's what you want to call it. So there's like 20 of us in the whole school, like four classes of five kids in it, like, or whatever. And I uh, went there for a few years. That was fucking brilliant, but mm. that was like a holiday camp, that was. Yeah. I fucking loved that. I loved school. Well, that part of the school. Um, yeah, so I loved that, and then um, after that I went into Foss when I was 15, and tr- kicked out a couple of Fosses as well, so I went to Manor Street, Foss kicked out there, went to Parnell Street, Foss kicked out there, and ended up going to Hemlietta Street, Foss then, and lasted there for a while, two or three years I done in there, and then that was it, and then when I was about 19 I think I was, I got my first job, and I'm still up there walking away. And why were you always getting fucked out, like, fucked out of school and fucked out of fossil and all? What were your brothers like? Were they the same as you? No, well, they were actually good in school, to be honest with you. They, they finished school, did their leaving cert, went to college, and from college, well, just went straight into work. And I don't think either of them finished college, they were just doing stupid shit that they didn't even want to do. Yeah. They were just sort of told that you have to go to college or whatever, so they just left that and straight into work, and they've been working ever since, like. Yeah. But um, they lived with me auntie growing up. So, my ma took six years ago when we were young. Well, yeah, when we were kids, like, and uh, when she took six, she was in for in hospital for a while. So, uh, the three of us went to live with my auntie. And uh, when my ma got out of hospital then, I went back over to live with my ma with the twins, stayed with my auntie. Yeah. So, that's sort of... That wouldn't, that wouldn't be the reason why I was always in trouble in school. I was just playing riddled with ADHD. Like, it's kind like, of hard to play. Yeah, I was just a little bastard as well, do you know what I mean? And they had a head on their shoulders, you know, that type of way. But, like, wouldn't say, like, the three of us had a rough ground up, you know what I mean? Like, people don't know that. Like, we wouldn't get into that type of thing. We just put on a front, like, as you've... Now, people always say to me, oh, you're a buzzer, like... You, like People would never understand this shit that we had going on when we were growing yeah. up and all, do you know what I mean? Because we never sat around the mouth about it or cried about it or anything, do you know what I mean? We just got on with it. We just got on with it, that's it, but like, that's how I sort of showed my emotions was like, through blatant anger and getting in trouble yeah. and being the class clown. Yeah. Yeah. That's sort of how I went about things, do you know what I mean? Where the twins were sort of grand with it. Kind of put the head down and motivated them. Yeah, they, they just got on with things, you know? Yeah, so what, what, what was it like then growing up? How did you grow up? Rough, dog rough. Like, like, so when I went, my ma was a chronic alcoholic, like, and had her own little few addictions, like, fucking, few drug addictions here and there, nothing too heavy, like, shot in the fucking girl, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean, but she had her own few little addictions and stuff like that, and I was there through it all, I was seeing her all, you know what I mean, like, every morning I'd wake up, and my ma, first thing she'd do was get downstairs and open a can, like, a, yeah. a drink, like, she had her own problems as well from growing up, you know, right. so that just stamped down the whore, and then, that was whole way of coping was, with trail alcohol, yeah. and drugs, and stupid shit like that, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, and you lost his arm when you were young, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, my dad died when we were only kids as well, so, yeah. that, that obviously had, a, a part to play as well, you know yeah. what I mean? When you don't have a father, if I got around, you know what I mean? So, that has a part to play, like, and the twins found him as well, like, that, the night he died, like, for, yeah, no, listen, there is what it is, but we got on with it. Yeah, mate, that's, that's ball rough, yeah. Right? So, <laughs> so they found him. That's not the half of it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah well, obviously that's something that will stick with them, you know what I mean? Yeah. Stick with you. So, 
Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was young. That's hard enough for anyone as it is. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, oh, your man's sick. You're going from house to house, kind of. Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. Um, like, whatever, and she has her own problems as well, you know, that type of way. And, look, it wasn't her fault, like, um, that she was like that either, you know, that type of way. So, I don't, I held grudges for years against her. Because, like, just, I just hated, like, cause that, the fact that we had nothing. We seen cunts that had everything, like, that's what annoys me as well these days, like, you see some fella, like I see a lot of people who I grew up with and stuff like that who are struggling with addiction and they're strung out to the backbone, people are saying like, ah, like, that, that cunt never had it easy growing up and stuff like that. And I'm like, what the fuck, like, you can't just, <laughs> like, you can't just put it down to, oh, he hadn't got it easy growing up. Like, I seen these cunts years ago, going around the best of clothes, they had everything going for them. And they just went down the wrong road, it's that simple. It's not the fact that they didn't have it easy growing up, because... If we were using that excuse, I'd have every right to be strung out to the background yeah. right now. Do you know what I mean? Like, we, like I say, we had nothing. We had nothing. We were going around the same clothes for years. Like, the same blade. We had nothing. We had no telly in the house. You never watch a telly before in my life. We'd now tell with the telly sitting there all the way. You told us just static. No pipe, no, no. Never watch a telly in my life. Like, never had nothing. We were scruffs. Like, we, like, you know what I mean? Like, my man couldn't really look after us because obviously she had her own problems and stuff like that. So, for people going around saying, I had, he had a hard growing up and all that, sort of annoys me in a sense, like, because I didn't turn the drugs around like that, and I know I easily could have. And yeah, so like that. that was his his choice, he went down yeah, that road. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, and if you're in a group, like, sometimes it's the group, a lot of the time it's the group of people, like, yeah, and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, you need to like, surround yourself with people with a head on their shoulders. And, yeah. It's you know what I mean? I know where you're coming from, like. Yeah. But what was it like when you were a teenager growing up then? Little bastard then as well. Like, I know being at school is one thing, because I know plenty of people that, like, that, that cunts on the street quite as a mouse in school, and then there's people on the opposite end of that. Yeah, yeah. Fucking run a muck in school, they wouldn't say beauty on the street, like, you know what I mean? No, I was a bit about to run a muck in school, like, I'm happy school, and I'd run a muck there as well, like, I. From the age of fucking 14 to 17 or something like that, for three years straight, I had a JLO officer coming out to the gaff, bleeding every Wednesday and every Friday or something like that, mm. shit with me for an hour, and basically just tell me how much of a little bastard I am, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Just obviously getting, I used to bleed and get arrested and all, and brought home and fucking the hour and clatter the head on me and stuff like that, but, um, yeah, Sitting down with some cunt sitting there, he's just looking at you, telling you you're a little prick and all. Yeah. Like, oh, the cunt, I oh, was sitting in the room with him one day, and he says to me, in the ship now, and he, he looked at me, I oh, says to him, wow, you fuck off or something, and he says, you watch when, when you turn 18, I'm going to find you, I am, and I'm going to break your two legs for you, he says to me, I oh, says, oh, yeah, just you're a freak end, Yeah, it? I was like, oh, I'm not up to be out that yeah. coast, I haven't seen him since, I hope yeah. I don't bump into him, he's a big fridge. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, yeah. And did you, uh, like, I know, now, we'll, we'll touch on this at the end, but what was it like for you then when you came over in age, when drugs came into your life? Yeah, no, I was surrounded by drugs my whole life. Most of my friends, as I said, turned to drugs and whatever, and I was playing, started drinking and partying and doing shit like that when I was about, say, 16, 16 on when I started probably drinking, or 15 down the flats now, you know, with the you boys and all that. Yeah. Few balls then, on the weekend, kind of thing. That's it, everyone out and stuff like that. So, I've been drinking since I'm 15 and whatever, and then just out partying and stuff like that in 16, 17. Pretty then. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just out running amok and fucking whatever. Just like it was all fun. It was always, always fun at the start, like for the first few years of that from 16 onwards. But um, then I got to the stage where it wasn't fun anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah. I felt myself. Drinking for the sake of drinking. Yeah. And then I'm fucking smoking, I'm gambling, I'm fucking everything. But that's one of the things. Well, I never I never really looked into ADHD before, ever in my life. But I know one of the things from ADHD is is having an addictive personality like so. Like, it's a counter there. So, like, if I like the way I started out, just having a couple of bottles or a couple of drinks, and then because of an addictive personality, it, that turned into, like, as I told you before and mentioned there on the first podcast, stuff like that, that turned into drinking four or five nights a week, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And 
everything yeah. that goes with that the smokes everything that goes with that yeah being up all night everything yeah, they, all, they all go hand in hand definitely carrying on this glacial like, yeah. do you know what I mean people know what we're on about when we say well look at me what there's yeah. no point in tiptoeing around the bush yeah you know I mean? one course. thing one thing I found out when I was 18 and I started going out and you're going back to house parties is everybody does drugs yeah everybody does drugs yeah, yeah. Mm. do you know what I mean that's that's just called it's a spade a spade it's the truth 90% of the people do drugs yeah, and yeah. that's 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 being very uh, optimistic yeah. saying 90% I no. think it's higher to be honest I, I yeah. mean, do you know what I mean no definitely yeah but what happened then so yeah, you're, you're flat out you're, you're flat out on the session pretty much yeah on the session but with everything you know what you mean like like it was never just ah oh, we'll go for a few bottles anymore it was well, if I was going on the drink when I'm out for two days I'm fucking doing whatever, I'm gambling, I'm fucking spending hundreds on gambling, blame whatever, I'm out the money gone. Just being a dope, like, but that's just part and parcel with mm. having an addictive personality yeah. and stuff like that. So, in fairness, actually, I would say for everyone that's listening, one of the first times I ever met you was in one of the boys' games, and you were yeah. on, on the stuff. And well on, yeah. Born in the air on me. Yeah. And I was like, get this fella out of here, please. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's the type of watch. But that, I was probably out for two days at that time. You probably know? were, I was saying, you turn this fella on the airplane, man. Yeah, put him on me, you fuck. You'll never be on me, you fuck. But, yeah, but, like, that's the thing, like, and that's what I'm saying, like, with drinking and all this type of carry on out partying on. I know, the, like, the reason why I stopped it all, and I never will again, I know that for a fact that shit is down in my head. I know the reason why most jumpers, and they'll, ne- they'll never admit it because most jumpers have an ego. We yeah, all do. Yeah. And they'll never admit it. But I know the most, like one of the main reasons for jumpers to drink and do stuff like that is to get a bit of confidence in yourself. Yeah. And, like you'll see, like I'd see with some of the boys, like we'd be out having a few drinks or whatever, and like they'd be talking, they'd be, oh, see that boy over there, she's a little cracker and all this. And you'd say, well, it's head, well, like swing is stuck in. You stop and all this, yeah. and you're like, few gaggles in the hanging field, snips, whatever. Hanging right, over, oh, yeah, yeah. Hanging, and, look, I'll have, like, it's not that big of a deal, but I'm like, I wouldn't need a drink. Like, yeah. if I liked someone, I was into someone, I'd call over and yeah. have the chat. I'm like that sober. Yeah. That's one of the main reasons why I stopped everything, because I'm like, I know that I'm like that sober, so I'm not drinking. I'm just drinking to, like, fit in or something. I don't, yeah. I don't know why I was drinking, because I just got used to it from a young age. Yeah. Do you know that type of way? And... I was never a confidence issue. Like, you see me now, people see me now, like, when I was on that boat trip and all, if any of you had me on Instagram for that, like, the family trip and all, I wasn't drinking then. Everyone was texting me saying, my God, that must be good, Ricky Lake, you know, and that yeah. must be good flake, like, I was yeah. <laughs> I don't do anything anymore, you know what I mean? I'm up running that muck on tables with a non-alcoholic bottle in my hand or a, a cup of coffee, and I've always been that way. I never needed to drink. If anything, the drink was quieting me down. Yeah. I'd go on meal. Yeah. I'd have a few guys and go on me up and sit there and pat away the head. He was yeah. looking at me, you know, that's <laughs> I'd be bleeding, shitting myself back, like, you know what I mean? Now the shackles are off, I'm bleeding yeah. now, enjoying life, and fucking, I got a buzz off, fucking, waking up on a Sunday morning now, good weather, you see the sun coming fresh. out, fresh as a, I'm going for a fucking dip. Well, come out. You know? So, do you know when you were in the, the, the midst of all that, so yeah. you were proper order, sessioning, yeah, the, yeah. the whole lot? Yeah. How did you look at yourself and say, I'm actually in rag order, I have my head's all over the place? Were you were yeah. you in the, like the depths of depression? No, I was depressed. Like I was depressed down my head. My own ma would tell you that like but no one else no one knew. Mm. Like it was madness, like I'd be sitting up in that room dying or words, yeah, hanging together and we'd be depressed out of the head, I'd be sitting there saying, What the fuck am I doing this for anymore? Because it wasn't like I was just dying on a Sunday morning after having a great night out like yeah. everyone else because you can sort of laugh out there and get the hang of a giggle. So it wasn't yeah. that. It was every fucking morning. Yeah. I was only there like, why the fuck am I sitting here dying with a hangover of a Tuesday blade morning? Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Or a Wednesday morning sitting here dying and thinking all sorts. I was depressed out of the head. Like, and it, like it's madness. But um, that's, that's just... That comes hand in hand. I yeah. knew what I was doing to myself, but I just couldn't stop, you know what I mean? It had you gripped. Yeah, it had me gripped. But like a lot of people, that's what I'm saying, a lot of people don't think that. Yeah. A lot of people would have never thought that I was a drinking, because I still grew up, and because I put on this, no, I don't put on a front, this is me. Yeah. But because like, I don't go out and, and say, oh, listen, I'm a bit depressed, which is nice to talk about. Yeah. Oh, oh. But a lot of people don't do that, bro. That's I the know, thing. And especially, as you were saying, it's about a confidence thing. A lot of people don't have the confidence to even come out and say, 
I'm not okay. Yeah, or there's something it. wrong with me. Or yeah. I'm thinking this way and I'm doing this and I'm acting this way. Yeah. A lot of people have the confidence. Everyone's like, what's the story with him? Yeah, you know that's I mean? it. Like, I he's, he's bringing me down level. Like, that's why you know no one would have seen a problem with me because even when I was young, when I was fucking whatever, I, I was still buzzing and stuff like that because that's just who I am. I know I'm tight, I'm a man, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I, mean I don't care how I feel. If I'm bringing other people up, i got to buzz you, right? you yeah. know what I mean? So I'd I, I be leaving. I'd be out with the boys and all. And I'd do go home some nights, drained, and I'm just... Trying to keep yeah, everyone keep away, but so much bleeding yeah. now a bit higher. I'm hyping yeah. everyone up. You're the lads. What are you going on for? Yeah, you know what I mean? I am bleeding. When I got home, I'm mentally drained. I'm yeah. like, oh, fuck, that was a long day of bleeding. Yeah. Whatever, you know? A long day of carrying the session. On <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. So, come here. You're depressed out of your head. You know, like, I think you have that realisation. And I think a lot of people, I think, are just running from it. You know what I mean? I know loads of people that session now. Don't get me wrong, I love to go out with myself and I love socialism, I love having the laugh and I go, I go back to gas and all with people, but I know when I look at people, it's 10 o'clock on a Sunday morning and I've been out on a Saturday and I've seen, I'm, I'm, I'm going home, yeah. 10 o'clock, that's, like, that's late for me, I'm usually going to Because you bother. don't fucking drink. I know, but bro, I love staying out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do look at people who are staying there and I do say to myself, you you're doing it wrong, and he's are running from your problem. Yeah. Do you do you think people have that? Yeah, no, that they put on this front. Oh, look at us all. Yeah, little bits, army mates. Yeah. But deep be. down. Yeah, that's These are all running from that's your problem. Hundred percent. That's exactly how I was. Yeah, it was just getting away from problems, and that's what I did. Fucking deal, but like you know what I mean. But only by well, it's, it's only for. kicking the can down the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? And just if you have a problem like that, you're not going to find that at the end of a bottle or at the end of a bag that you're sniffing. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, that's exactly it. But like. Then getting off it all. Like, yeah, this this is what I really want. Yeah, I know. I so, can see you heading towards that. So yeah. it's all well and good saying, "Oh, I do this and I do that," because yeah. there's a lot of people out there still doing that. But this is what we want to touch on. We want to highlight. Yeah. You've turned it all completely around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what? Like I'm now bleeding hair over that. Like, but people, the problem is with I have a lot of friends text me and a lot of people who I don't know text me like asking. How, how I just stop drinking or how I just stop smoking that how I cut everything out and stuff like that like there's no secret behind any of it yeah. like do you know what I mean the problem is with most of these people I, I tell them all outside I say uh, you have an addiction like, I don't have an addiction mm. because I, I'm only going out on I only sniff on a Friday and a Saturday yeah. and I don't sniff for the rest of the week and I go so you think you're not addicted because that yeah sure if I was addicted I'd have to sniff on a Monday and a Tuesday I say well that's not true I say well, next Friday and Saturday don't sniff don't sniff or, or don't drink, but go out and have a drink and try not to sniff. Yeah, exactly. You'll have an empty bag on the table in 20 minutes, yeah? yeah? Or you can say to them, don't drink. Oh, yeah, well, I haven't drank in three weeks, but you're going to drink this week. Yeah. Or you're going to drink in two weeks, you know what I mean? You need to sort of, sort of admit to yourself that you have a bit of a problem, yeah. you know, whether it be drink, drugs, anything. You just need to sort of admit to yourself you have a bit of a problem, like, you know what I mean? And, like, I, knew, I already knew I, I was bleeding down, down the wrong road with drinking and everything else. But um, I tried to stop twice or three times and I went back on it. And then when they go back on it, like I was off for eight weeks or something, and then I went back on it. And I was like, I was like, I can just stop again now. It was only one night or whatever. But then I was like, I was at the breaking it and boom, I was back on it. But um, who, do you know who helped me an awful lot? Um, Glenn Murray, Sasha Murray, do you know? So, yeah, I know, Sasha Live, live Life Sexy yeah. on uh, Instagram. Yeah, sensation. Has his own podcast yeah. as well. That fella is a mad he is, man. Yeah. That punch been around the world and back. Yeah, literal terms though. Around yeah. the world and back. And in a circus and all he yeah. suffered bad with alcoholism and fucking show like that. And I've been following him. I know him years. Like, I've been following him on Instagram and seeing he went, he saw one over two years, I think. And, um, I seen he put up a yoke a, a long time ago about a bilky red Alan Carr, the easy way to stop alcohol. And I was looking in, man, whatever, whatever. And I was like, fuck it, one day already, you know what I mean? Yeah. I seen this age ago. And then, obviously, when I stopped drinking, I, I listened to the audio book. I've got the audio book. And, and that was fucking amazing, that mm. was. I already sort of had a sentence down in my head that I wasn't going to drink. You wanted was, to do it. You yeah, wanted to give her How I was feeling. But then when I listened to that, the audio book that, I was like, fuck me, I'm never drinking again. And um, it's like, then the same with the smoke shit. Yeah. Well, after I read that, or after I listened to that book that I'd seen that Glenn Murray had up, I was out in my auntie's house out in Balbriggan, and I was walking through the blade shop, and I was just 
Yeah. I was in East and we were in East and she was in there grabbing something. I don't know, something for the young of a skill or something like that it was. And I was looking, just walking past looking to the books and I seen a book sitting there on the shelf. It was Alan Carr, the same fella. Yeah. And it was called The Easy Way to Stop Smoking. And I went, what the fuck? So I said, give me that. I may as well pick her up and play see what the story is. Yeah. Yeah, and like, bird mind, I never read about in my life either. <laughs> you know, the type of way. So I, I just picked her up and I, I, um, I had a sitting in the room upstairs. I, I love, ask anybody that knows me, yeah, they, I said, I'd never give up smoking. Like, yeah. if a doctor tells me, smoke that smoke, it's going to be a last ever smoke. I'd smoke the fucking smoke. <laughs> That's the type I was. I loved smoking. And um, so I bought it and I was up in the room. I was dying sick. I was a couple of months. September was when I stopped smoking. So then I was dying sick. I was in bed and I fucking couldn't move. And even when I, I was having a smoke, I couldn't even taste it. I was like, what am I even smoking for? Like, keep them there. But the book was sitting on the window ledge. I said, fucking, no better time to read the fucking thing. I can't get out of bed. I fucking can't do it. So I read that book and fuck me. Anybody that wants to stop smoking. Go out and get that book. Alan Carr, The Easy Way to Stop Smoking. It's unbelievable. Halfway through that book, I stopped smoking. Yeah. And I will never, ever touch a smoke again. So you didn't even finish it? No, no I finished the book, but I stopped smoking halfway yeah, through. Yeah. And I, I just knew. I, I, like, that was it. Shattering in stone, I did. I was mm-hmm. like, this is... Now, there's nothing in it about financial. There's nothing in it yeah. about health. It's, yeah, it's like yeah there's bonuses in your head now. Yeah, yeah. They, I literally just bonuses, but it's just like a book full of analogies and fucking, just telling you the simple facts, like, like it's so easy to stop, it read the fucking book, anybody yeah. that wants to stop, that's, that's all I'm saying. Like, yeah, so that's it. You said, yeah. basically, bro, yeah, so, that's it, now you're off the drink, you're off the smokes, and I've had one-to-one conversations with you, you, you said to me, and some that's very good, and it stuck with me, you said, you're not even off the drink, you just said, I'm never drinking again. I don't drink. Because you know what, you see people on a Monday or a Tuesday, they throw something on social media, off it. Yeah. That's because they've had a heavy weekend, off it, but you're off it until next weekend. Exactly. You're not off it, you're just finished. I don't drink, like, and Yeah, that's where I look, you yeah. say, I'm not off it, I'm, I, don't, I drink. don't drink. I know, like, in my own mind, and I don't I do know, like, I'm not the type of young dad to lie to myself. Mm. Not, and I've often, a million times in my life said, I'm not drinking, that's it, done with the drink. No things like that. I put it up on, on the internet, and oh, fuck that, I'm off yeah. it, I'm never drinking again. People but put like, that out there, so my mates are like, I'm you cop on, come on, I know man. myself, Pressing their arm, like, Yeah, know I, mean? I know myself. I will never drink again. So that's why I just say, I just don't drink. Like, you know what I mean? People are like, I oh, will, we'll see you. Look, I still have control that. And that bugs me, that does. We'll see you at Christmas. We'll yeah. see you at the new year. And I'm like, look, that's, they're trying to believe, put me down, not put me down on the chest, but yeah. they're like, not believing. Yeah. I'm like, what? I'm not fucking lying to, to please you, you yeah. cunt. And it's like, but it's not even that. It's like some of the boys as well, do don't understand that, like, I had a problem with, yeah. with all this shit. I had a problem, and in my own mind, I was fighting blade demons over these yeah. problems. And some of the boys don't really understand that to, to an extent. And they go, I just have a drink, you fucking hell, when you? Yeah. It's only a drink, you grow up and all. And I'm like, but I, like, I can't do it. I find that myself. I find that helps if, say, there's four of us in the room here drinking. Yeah. If me and you don't drink, it makes the other two people uncomfortable. That's why I drink non alcoholic drinks, bro. I don't drink them because I like the taste. No one likes. And, Listen, right, I've tasted them non-alcoholic Heineken and all Carlsberg. It is fucking disgusting. They're stinking. They're disgusting. Nobody man. really likes the taste. Look, don't get me wrong. I used to love a pint of Guinness, yeah? yeah. And then a few shows you in there after and a charge yeah? yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> do you know what I mean? But um, nobody actually likes... Like, if you offer anybody who drinks any alcoholic in the world for taste, if you offer someone a pint of beer or a pint of orange, a glass of Fanta Lemon or glass of coke or something like that with ice you're going to take this one all day you're not yeah. going to drink the beer yeah. same goes for all the drinks so no one actually likes the taste yeah. do you know what the type of way yeah but that's what I'm saying that's why when you were saying that people are like oh we'll see but I think that that's kind of them in the know with themselves that's saying, exactly what I'm more comfortable that he's able to knock around the head and I can't exactly but like you said there as well like we us two are sitting here not drinking and two people are drinking yeah look that's why you drink non-alcoholic so I don't drink them because I like the taste because I'd rather sit there with a bottle of fun. Yeah. But, I drink them because, like, it's not, it's sort of like a subconscious thing to them, I yeah. think, because I used to feel this way, like, when they get a few drinks, them, they get drunk, like, they sort of forget that that's an alcoholic yeah, bottle in your hand. and on the balls, everyone's on the same level. Because I'm, I'm, I'm going to be worse than them, yeah. even when they're drunk, I'm going to be up on the table, I'm going to be playing, getting in the yeah. nip, Mate, you're preaching to the choir, honestly, you're preaching to the choir. That's all I'm with, mate, it's the same. I know, I know, yeah. But when I'm out, yeah, and especially when you start going out when you're in your 20s and you're walking, 
you meet a lot more people than who you grew up with. Yeah. And everyone, yeah. the four same loves, why don't you drink? Yeah. Why don't you drink? Yeah. And you know what, mate, I even got to the stage, do you know when I start going out with work where it was getting annoying then and I was slipping and I was mm-hmm. like, listen, you're asking me, why don't I drink? Yeah. I'm out here on a tour side with you, we're having a great Enjoying laugh. Enjoying yourself. And I'm enjo- oh, you Shift didn't even know. in the corner on your phone. Yeah, you didn't even know we didn't drink until yeah. someone said it to you. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what I mean? And one thing I think that we have as a problem in this country, particularly in this country and as a society, yeah, I need an excuse to not drink. People like, you're on antibiotics, what's wrong? I need an excuse not to drink, yeah. Whereas people don't need an excuse to drink. Yeah, exactly. So I need, need an excuse not to drink on a Friday. But if it's Tuesday and you want to go down the pub, you don't need any excuse. Yeah, exactly. Do you know what yeah, I mean? That's, that's exactly what, To yeah. me, in my head, like, no, I'm you're spot on. In this country, I'm wrong. Anywhere else in the world, everyone's like, yeah, he's, he's right not yeah. to be drinking. You know what I mean? No, you're spot on. So with we that. have, that's, that's the issue we have there. You know what I mean? That's a weird one, mate. Well, that's, that's, that's my little story, anyways. And listen, folks, as well, I don't want anybody pitying me or, or like any sort of pity. Like, I'm cringing here at the time that, but like, Calvin wanted me to touch on like my background story and. He's gonna touch on his also, like, but, um, like, I, I don't want anybody, uh, trying to pity me. I'm at the cringe. I'm really telling that story, yeah, like, and that type of thing, you know. Yeah, now that you mentioned my story, I've I've told my story before to a few people, and some people might know it. But see what you're saying there about cringing, mate. I've went to a counselor before about yeah. my problems, and when I came out of it, that's how I felt. In my yeah. head, I was like, "You're a gaucher. You're yeah. like." You don't feel like a fucking idiot, and I was like, I do feel like a fucking idiot, but you know when the problem is out there and you yeah. address it, yeah. things start looking yeah, up and you yeah. move on smelling, you know what no, I mean? Definitely, yeah. Right, so fill me in on your background and how you grew up, what, what was that like for you? Yeah, uh, so, similar to yourself, yeah, I grew up in Lord's Flats, down there, just off Sam McDermott, Shane the Diamond. Sorry to hurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, my flats are even great, you know, no, no, flats are no, great, no, no. so uh, yeah. That's, I grew up down there, uh, went to school down in Joey's in Fairview, uh, secondary down there, yeah, but a bit like yourself, yeah, I fucking, I hated school, yeah, now I was never, never in too, too much serious trouble, like, do you know what I mean, but yeah. I was always acting the bollocks and I just clown job. Pretty much, yeah, mate, I was always up for having a laugh and I fucking, I hated school, like, I hated that the idea young teachers trying to dictate your life and fucking... That's why I have serious credit for teachers now, you know what I mean? Someone who's 24, 25, going into a classroom with 30 young Yeah. I just geez, picture me, 30 versions of me when I was 15, 16. <sighs> and I think to myself, like, yeah. mate, fair play to you when I hit one of them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Pick it, kid up, down tomorrow. fucking gobshite back then. Now, not that much better now, but... Uh, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> but, yeah, I fucking, I hated that. And, you know, the pressure that you're under on scale, mate. Like, when I was... Uh, Especially when you're in your teenage years, you know what I mean? You see your mates are going to fuss and they're getting 180 a week and going out the weekend. Yeah. Oh, they're asking your man and dad if they got any money to go out the weekend because yeah. you're school, you know what I mean? And then you're putting up with that and then Monday morning you're going in and they're like, oh, you have to put your head down, you have this, the leavings here, this, that, the other, the hardest exam in your life. And they don't understand the, the, like the intensity of that, you know what I mean? The anxiety yeah. you're putting on people, the, the pressure they're putting you under. So, uh as well, I was always told, well, not me personally, man, I used to always get told the parent, he's, I mean, so if he puts his head down and employs himself, he'll do well. And to me, that was just a cliche, that was just something that they all said, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I never really believed that. And, uh, yeah, so, I ended up down with leaving too, but as well as I was, I was, I was acting a bollock, so I wasn't really studying for it, you know what I mean? Like, I had mates in school who were uh, staying back every night down two extra hours of studying and I was like I'm not bleeding once it's four o'clock I'm gone yeah I'm don't mention the word fucking yeah. skill to me I'm bouncing out here like. yeah. so uh, obviously it caught up on me at the end I was trying to bleed and squash the whole lead and turn it into one wasn't I so uh, yeah that didn't uh, that didn't go too well for me I actually uh, I failed two fucking subjects in my leaving search right? so uh I failed biology which is fair enough you know what I mean biology yeah you want to see me trying to study that and uh, and I failed English, which is probably more understandable because I can barely say the same Well, how how I failed that is uh, that was a poetry question. Yeah, in English you have to do a poet. So there's like bleeding ten poets to choose from, and uh, three of them or something come up. One of them was fucking uh, Sylvia Platt. Yeah, she's a big mad depressing gee bag, and I was like, I'm not studying horror depressing up as there is. <laughs> and another one was uh, Shane Masini, and it was Shane Masini's last year on the thing. And the teacher said to me, yeah, put your house on him coming up. 
and he never came up. You sure? <laughs> the whole page is left blank. And, and I, I hope that's harmless. I hope that comes harmless. But uh, yeah, that, that was it. Then, so that was skill. That was mate. We actually, you know, my man and dad don't know this, and I'm sure they're probably gonna find out when this episode goes out. We actually got fucked out at the end of six years towards the end. Yeah, he just said, "Yeah, you're like just causing him much hassle. Don't come back." Yeah, yeah, come back yeah. In and then we are leaving, sir. And he was like, "What?" So he yeah. just basically went home, home, and oh, yeah, we're finished. Nah, I think I'll back now, yeah. man. <laughs> the lawyer, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So that was that. That was skill for me. Yeah. And, not too bad. You got through it in the end. Yeah, I got through. I, I, I winged it, bro. I winged yeah. it, bro. Do you know what I remember? I remember collecting me leaving to results, yeah, and yeah. everyone around me buzzing. We all opened it together, and they were all buzzing. I'm at the end this point, and I got, I passed that, and I passed this. And I was like, I'm at the failing too. I'm yeah. going to have to repeat me leaving to And they were all like, what? And like, you could see, they were... They were shook by it, but they didn't want to fucking... I didn't want to kill their boys, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're having a great time, that they're doing, achieving something great, and I'm at the bleeding, I'm bringing them all down, so it was like bollocks, that. so I remember being the press that we had over that, but I still went out that night and had a great time. And uh, a week later, and then the, the college office come out with the CAO, and I woke up one morning, text message, yeah, you have to get a, a place in NCI, around the financial centre, I was like, lovely, I'm not winging myself into this, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, and were you ever like drinking or out acting the bollocks or up to no good? Yeah, uh, so uh, yeah, I know that we mentioned it before. So I, don't, I don't drink yet. I don't. I, I, no, I dabbled in it. Yeah, I never took a drug in my life, and I never smoked. But I used to drink when uh, when I was about say fourteen, fifteen. As you said, Johnny, which I made to the weekend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Someone went the and. Yeah. I never really liked it. I was doing it because we made it, so I didn't want it, you know yeah, what I mean? And, but, in, yeah. yeah, I remember like you wouldn't drink and you'd be like, Are you really not gonna drink and blah 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 and you'd end up giving into it. And I was getting into trouble, like you know what I mean? I was getting me some stupid, embarrassing things, do you know what I mean, getting nicked over shit like that. And I remember as you were saying, I had a JLO officer over the house a couple of times and she was saying it to me, she was like, Yeah, you, this happens because you were drunk and I was saying to myself, Yeah, and I remember looking at my man and dad and you know what, I even got to a stage where they weren't going mad because I was drinking. They were like just disappointed that I was a fucking idiot. Because you weren't in that young flag. Yeah, that wasn't for you, really. Was it so like? I remember saying, so I'm knocking this on the head. I remember saying it to my mates and they were like, you're, you're, that's it, you're knocking on the head completely. I was like, that's it, boys. I'm, I'm never drinking again. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure it was only, what, like 15 anyway. So, so you need to have a head in your shoulders to stop at that edge. Yeah, to me, insane. bro, I was getting more negative stuff than positive. I wasn't yeah, having exactly. a good time. I wasn't enjoying it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So uh, then when I start going out, like I never drank, so to me I never missed it. It was normal to you. Yeah, yeah. going out, not drinking was That's that, that was going out to me. You know what I mean? And don't get me wrong, I was still doing stuff that was embarrassing and stupid, but at least I had no excuse. That's another thing I hated about. <laughs> it. Do you know when you see someone and you're like, mate, did you see what you've done last night? Or what you said to that person? You're like, oh, it was locked. That shouldn't mean excuse. Yeah, Do you know exactly, what I mean? Yeah. You went, you smashed someone's car up. Oh, it was locked. You still smashed the car up. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I you understand it, but it's no excuse. And to me, I hated that, and I hated not being responsible. Well, I don't, real quick for the podcast, I don't, I'm not saying that, I understand if I smash the car, yeah. I understand there was stupid shit, I mean. Yeah, I was just using that as an example, you know what I mean? But yeah. not being responsible for your actions and not having control of your body, you know what I mean? Not, like, people falling all over each other because they're drunk, I hated that. Yeah. You know, I was in that state, I hated that. Yeah. So I knocked that on the head and uh, to me, it made no odds to me, you know what I mean, going out. But do you know how many people will, will be, when they hear this, will be jealous of that, like, not jealous of that, but I know so many people who would go, if they had the option to press a button and never drink again from that age, they would do that and are yeah. happy. And you just done that at the age of 15. Yeah. And just never drink. Yeah, so that's, that's why I'm going to say to people, like, have you ever drank? I usually say no, because to me... No, you didn't. You didn't drink. A handful of times, you yeah, know, like that. No, so, you didn't drink. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm sure there's my mates be out there and they'll be able to tell you. Oh, I'm working, Jane, you're getting yeah, sick all over. Oh, yeah. around and all, but yeah. when I was 15, do you know what I mean? That was, I was a different man back then. I wasn't even a man, I was a, I was a boy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that that was that. But then, obviously, as you get older and you're going out, when I start going out, mate, nobody done drugs. Like, rare. It was rare. When I was 17, 18, 19, yeah. the rare people would do, few, would do drugs. Yeah. Now when I'm out, everyone does them. Everybody, everybody and our nannies. Everybody, yeah, yeah. All walks of life, all ages. <laughs> Honestly, I go to the party. I go yeah. to the party in Cabaret. I go to the party in Black Rock. 
<laughs> everyone is sniffing. There's there's Kay, there's Cole, everything. There's Mandy, there's something. Yeah, and someone's on something. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was that with me. Uh, and I've been in serious encounters. Like when I was in college, mate, the nights, the nights and days, I should say, because they rolled into one. The the environment I was in with drinking drugs were unreal. Yeah. yeah, and you just never touched it yourself. Never touched it. I was, yeah. I was never, I never even bothered me. You know. Did, like, what, did you never get a temp that you're fucking a little big fast stripe? No. Do you yeah. know the only thing I, I was interested in? I was in. A, I was, <laughs> this is a funny one. Yeah. Hoping I'll try on under the bus here. We were in a look. When I was in college, yeah, we were we had a big circle of friends that lived on the campus in the apartment. And one night they all got a load of acid, right? And I was like. What? So they're putting these stamps under their tongues and everyone is grand. Then like about five minutes later people start like looking over their shoulder and laughing. I'm like, what is going on here? One of the boys was looking at a blank wall saying, Oh, this is deadly. I was like, What? He goes, <laughs> I'm looking at myself when I was a little boy growing up. Right? And I was like, What? And what made it even better was one of the other lads was like, Oh yeah, I can, I'm looking at that as well. But the two of them only met each other probably a couple of months beforehand, so they didn't know what he was like growing up, you know what I mean? What's going on there? So that's the only time I ever said, like, you know what, I'd love to be on that buzz, but see when you see people on K and they're like bleeding spaghetti legs yeah, and all that. Like, you that, see yeah. people on Hill Van, you can't even string a sense together. It's like goes to now on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> At least we have an excuse. Yeah. For, uh, no, it's just, it just never for me, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What college was it that you went to? I went to NCO. It's down in the, the financial centre there. Right. Where, uh, what was that? That was good, yeah? They were a good few years of your life. Do you know what, mate? They were the, they were the best years of my life. For anyone that's in school and they fucking hate it, when did you get to college? Like, I always knew I was going to end up in college. Well, I always wanted to go to college, yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was... Do you know when you're coming to the end of school and they're like, right, what are you going to do with your life? And no. I was like, oh, I didn't clue. But at least I know if I went to college, I'll buy myself another couple of years. Yeah, Do you exactly, know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I had counsellors in school and all telling me to do this and do that. And I was on the football team in school and uh, the, the counsellor was telling me, yeah, you're going to go to college either and do the football course. And I was like, oh, I don't want to do a football course. You're just telling me because I play football that I'm going to be on a football course. Yeah. I was like, I want to go and do other shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I remember I went to the open day for Trinity College. And uh, I went with one of the boys out of school too, took the day off. Nothing got said to him, and I got gave out there. Yeah. I was like, well, I wanted to go and see what that college was like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Stupid shit. So they, they had expectations of me that I didn't even want myself. So I knew if I went to college, I'd get another few years. So uh, yeah. I, applied to, I applied to do computer science because I didn't know anything about computers. Not that much anyways, but I just knew, look at you, you got a great job out of that. Yeah. <laughs> so we got in there. Yeah, win that one, yeah. yeah so we got in there, I mean, anyways, yeah, and had a, a good few years in there. I actually went on a J1, so this kind of ties into my story, yeah. Mm. I went on a J1, and that's a, a walking summer visa for uh, students in Ireland to go to yeah. America. Yeah. And I went over there, I was in the Bay Area in San Francisco. I had the absolute summer of a lifetime, pal, yeah. Mixing her up with the Americans, them Yanks are fucking mad. That's probably who's listening to this in America, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I won't go into too much detail there, but honestly, mate, I'll probably come back to him uh, for it down the line. Best time in my life. Came home, uh, girl I was seeing at the time. The relationship wasn't great because I might have been away for the whole summer. So I uh, came home, I ended up breaking her off a hole. My head was depressed down my head because I'm back and walk. I walk. My ma walks in the rotunda, she got me a job in the rotunda, so I'm back walking there. Uh, I had exams to do with college. I'm all over the place, yeah. Start turning me light back around. Got a text message a few weeks later. Girl, I'm at the brain of it's pregnant. Up the duff. Up the duff, yeah. So I'm no. So I'm in denial about that. And I'm saying to myself, like, that's that's not blatant, that's not true, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. just that and then uh, I'm trying to get me light back to get on, get back I start back in college then I'm in torture in my college. Yeah, I'm in torture but I'm, I'm not in a good place, yeah. I'm in denial about the baby and all, you know what I mean? So, you had a lot going on at the time. Yeah, I'm keeping it to myself though. Yeah. So, uh, I'm, I'm, putting a, I'm putting a smile on, I'm getting on right, yeah. Uh, but it was it was getting a hold of me, yeah, me. And I remember saying to myself, like, fucking hell, like, this, this, is, this is serious, like, do you know what I mean? And I was cutting myself off from my mates who I grew up with. Mm. So, I didn't even. Uh, I remember there was a time where I wouldn't answer the phone to them. I wouldn't text them back. You just fell into a rut, did you? I fell into a rut, but then I was saying to myself, no one's even ringing me. And then I was, 
It's only when I look back now, I say to myself, no wonder they didn't ring me because I wasn't answering them in the first place. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? The phone works two ways. Yeah, exactly. No point me sitting there saying, like, I haven't heard from him. He hasn't heard from me. Yeah. I miss my own mate's 21st as well, which I can only look back on now and realise, fuck, like, you know what I mean? How did yeah, that happen? It's a big deal for you, probably not to be there, you know what I mean? And I, do you know what it was, mate? Because in a roundabout way, I found out that he was disappointed. And I don't know about I never really had it out with him about it, but... I was in a bad way, and probably you'll hear this now and you'll understand. Uh, I started seeing another girl as well, who's now my corner girlfriend. And I remember thinking to myself, like, why? She finds out about this baby. I'm going to get told to touch on. Yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, cutting off on my mates as there is. Yeah. We've absolutely nobody. So, uh, because my man's walking in the rotunda, I'm on a bit of a deadline because the first scan is coming up for the baby, and I'm saying to myself, <laughs> Oh yeah, that's annoying. I'm not gonna rock up into the rotunda and just tell me mask gonna find out, so I'm gonna have to tell her like you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. So I've only told I say about four or five people. Some of my best mates I told them that's about it. So uh, I call my man to the same room one day and I said, Man, something to tell you blah blah blah, you're gonna be gonna be a nanny, I'm gonna be a dad. Yeah, she's yeah, pregnant. Yeah. And she looks at me and I burst into tears man, I was just flooded in tears <laughs> blubbering and all and She's breaking up all that stuff and I mean, I was like, are you afraid of what you're laughing for? Shut up and help me, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And she's like, what are you crying for? And I was like, what am I going to do? And she goes, what are you going to do? I was like, I'll just drop out of college, man. I'm going to drop out. Yeah. I'm going to get a full-time job. I'll fucking, I'll get, I'll get something, you know what I mean? I'll get a full-time job doing something, get 350 a week or whatever, I'll support the baby, handy. And she's like, why? Why would you do that? Why would you be a fucking easy? Yeah. In your told you're college now, would you not stick her out and support that, get a job and support that baby? And I said, you know what, she's right. I'm either coming on more than halfway through, I may as well see her out. And so uh, I was like, right, same myself mission, that's it now. I've, I've something of a focus nice. here. Yeah. So that was grand. Uh, told the girl I was saying, she said that she'd support me, everything was grand on the up. But things didn't really get much easier, to be honest with you now, just because people knew she was pregnant and the baby was coming. To me, I thought it, it, I wasn't going to fucking wear the thing, you know? Yeah, I, mean? I thought everything had improved, but it didn't, bro. And I think the reason why is because in my mind, yeah, I'm screaming out for help. Mm. Not just, oh, I'm going to be a dad. Help mentally. Like, I'm depressed mm. in my fucking mind. Yeah. But on the front, I'm not saying that. Exactly. And I'm going out and I'm trying to have a laugh and I'm, I'm trying to mix with people and I'm going about my life, but... On the inside, I'm dying. I'm yeah. dying. And I remember I was standing in my kitchen one night and I said to myself, you know what? This is it. I've had enough. And mm. I was like, right, I'm going to do it. I was, I was talking about killing myself. And I remember standing in my kitchen and I had a few ideas. I had a few ways of doing it and how it was going to play out. And I was like, right, I'm going to go for it. Mm. But something was said, no. Something clicked, did it? Something clicked, do you know what I mean, mate? I was thinking of, do you know what I was thinking of? I was thinking of the aftermath of it all. I was thinking, like, my man and dad, like, the oldest son. The baby. I was thinking, yeah, so, my man and dad, how would they feel? Yeah. Of three younger brothers, how would yeah. they feel? Their older brothers had to do this. My yeah. sister lives in Australia, she'd have to fly home for a yeah. funeral day. There's no need for it to come home yeah. for because I'm at the doing it to myself. Yeah. And then I thought, yeah, the baby. I was like, there's going to be a little girl out there. Yeah, I'm going to move on. She'd probably find another father figure for her, and that'd be grand. But in the back of my mind's mind, she's gonna know, like, this yeah, is where I died. Yeah, yeah. And this, she's gonna find out. You didn't want to be selfish about things. Exactly, right? mate. I felt the guilt of her all. I was like, there's gonna be a little girl out there that's not gonna have a dad there, and it's gonna be his fault. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I said, no, I have to do it, but ho. Something clicked in. That, that was it, yeah. So. I remember saying, you know what, like, I'll have to go and see a counsellor. Yeah. The college, the college had this like mental health like guidance. Yeah. You can go and see a counsellor. And I was like, right, lovely, I'll do that. And I went. And what you were saying there, it's cringy. So I remember going to see this counsellor. She, she was over at Hardcore Street. Mm. And she sent me down. She's just talking to me like this. And she's breaking it down like basics. Like, you know what I mean? And I'm saying to myself, this is cringy. You're a fucking angel. Like, why do yeah. you feel like this? And don't you say it out to someone? Yeah. It's a manly thing, but it should be having an ego or something, isn't it? And that's what it was, mate. And when I said it, like I'm like, I'm at the coming all the way out here thinking, oh, this is going to help. And it did in a roundabout way. And I was like, right, I'm at the getting around my chest. Yeah. Now, don't get me wrong. 
Just because we're on my chest doesn't mean, right, tomorrow yeah, it's it was great. No, it wasn't. It does fucking help, so. Yeah. That's what he's getting at here. Uh, oh, yeah. I remember as well, I had another episode where uh, I'm after having a fight with the missus. The missus and uh, the baby's man, yeah. We're after having a fight with each other. Right. Yeah. I'm after having a fight with the two of them because they're oh, all getting on to me. Fuck, yeah. And we were going out that night of the college, yeah. So we we're down the college before it. Everyone, music's kicking, everyone's having a great time. And I remember wanting in, about 50 people there that I knew that I'd stop and chat it. And it was like every single one of their faces is blank to me, yeah. I was in a packed party where I felt like the loneliest man in the world, yeah. And I remember thinking to myself, like this, I don't know what's going on here. Mm. I had a ticket for going out that night, I ended up giving it to one of the boys because yeah. he had no one. And he says, what are you doing? And he kind of copped on, like, why is he giving this ticket away? I was yeah. like, hey, just take that, just take it. And I walked out. And I didn't know where I was going or what I was going to do, but I just walked, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And I was walking down the road, and I just heard screaming. Yeah, yeah. someone shouting. And I looked back, and it was me boy. Yeah, yeah. And she stopped me from where I was going. I don't know where, I couldn't even tell you what I was going to do or where I was going. You just went blank. I was blank, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the two of us sat there, screaming, crying, yeah, grand. Yeah. We went out that night, had a great night. Had a great laugh, went back then after had had a great laugh. Till yeah. just went home, lying in bed together was about four or five in the morning. Not not a peep being said, yeah, Till was just lying there. And she said to me, You're not okay. Yeah. And I said, I'm not. I was bawling my eyes in the Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was rough. But what he's getting out here, folks, as well, is with with him even takes balls to bleed say what he's saying here with this episodes that he's having and stuff like that that he was having at this time. But what he's getting at, he's putting it out there that you shouldn't be ashamed to like, talk about it if like, you're depressed or mental health or anything like that. Like, Don't be ashamed. That's why he's putting himself out here. I'm looking at him here now, obviously, you just can't see him. He's fucking thirsting. He's always here. It is That's tough. Story, it yeah. is tough. But like, he's, what he's doing here is, is letting us know, don't be ashamed about it. Like, If you need to fucking, if you're thinking like that, talk to somebody. Get out there. Do you know what I mean? Get off your fucking chest. Like, It fucking helps. Like. Yeah. But um, yeah. So that was helping me, and do you know what I mean? I grinded it out, and I was I was doing little things to improve. Do you know what I mean? I started reaching out to more people, and I was getting back to the normal. And I said this to you before. I feel like there was a, a two-year period in my life that I'm not letting go to waste from yeah. the end of 2014, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Till about yeah. 2016, yeah. Yeah. When I got when I got the job, yeah. So what happened to me was uh, oh, I was in about that. Show. Yeah. So I. Finished. I had to do an internship, six months unpaid internship, mate. Walking nine oh, to five. That's fantastic. <laughs> right, it wouldn't be for me in any way. Walking nine to five, mate, grinding out. Basically, what we're doing yeah. now, but not getting paid. And that yeah. was balls rough. So when I finished that, I went into my final year in college and I said to myself, I'm getting a fucking job this year. I don't give a bollocks. So I had a job, uh, sorry, the week before I finished college. Yeah, I was in the town nearly every day with different companies. Yeah. And the week I finished college, I got a job offer. Uh, the day I got the job offer, yeah, man, I'll never forget it. It's finding anyone that's seen the film, The Pursuit of Happiness, it's the scene where they call him into the room and offer him the job. That is exactly how I felt, mm-hmm. yeah. I was lying in bed with my daughter, I'm watching the telly. I got a phone call, so I ran out to the land and I was sitting on the stairs and he was talking to me. So he's like, how do you think your interview went? And I was like, oh, yeah, it went grand this time. The other and he's like, all right, yeah, no, but I was just going to offer you the job. Boom. And I was like, what? And <laughs> see that, mate, I swear to God, I never felt the feeling like it. It was euphoric. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, no, but I have a great weekend. I was like, thanks, mate. And I hung up and I turned around and my little young ones had to get out of the bed because I liked it. Yeah. And I ran out to me and she just looked at me and sat smiling and I just yeah. told her up and I was like, lovely. We're not that day, wasn't it? I was like, oh, I was like when my Greg got won the world title. Like, Boiler, like, baby, we did it. That's what I was like, baby, we did it. And that was it, mate. I swear yeah, to God. That's late. Things like that, but uh, yeah, and since then, I just I've got a hold of my mental health, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. I like to I like to keep on top of it. I don't like putting myself in these positions where we're gonna get into ruts, yeah, or anything like that, yeah. Like, uh, I go out on runs and I go on sea swims, and people are messaging me saying, like, you're a, like, you're a head case doing that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, someone had a go with me the other day over getting in the water, and I was like, I don't, I don't like doing that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to go up in the morning at stupid o'clock and jump yeah. into freezing cold but when water. when you do it afterwards, you so. feel fucking fantastic, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, Do you know what I mean? It's if you look after, you look after your physical health, yeah. that looks after your mental health. Yeah. You know the saying, 
E-shaped field shape. Yeah. There's a reason for that. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. This, this all ties in. Well, that's it. That's why when people are complaining, my brother Gavin would tell you best that he hears anybody complaining about blading. Not complaining about it, but people talking about being a rut and all, but yet that blade sitting out drinking down exactly. drugs and eating shit. He's like, listen, if you just, for a couple of weeks, just do this. Go out, drink water, eat healthy, and do a few blading runs, or do a few shakes, or anything like that. Watch the difference of feeling yourself, yeah. and it's true, but... It's yeah. like, if you had a broken arm, yeah, and you're trying to go through life with that broken arm, it's yeah. not going to get any better, and it's going to cause you pain. Exactly, yeah. If you go and see someone about that, They'll show you how to fix it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. The same thing can be said about your mental health. It's just that, the, yeah, there's a, a, people are afraid to ask about it. And it's especially, I think, in area as well, as you were saying about the confidence thing, that kind of ties into this. So, I mean, people haven't got the confidence to open up and be like, look, I'm not okay. People think he's a fucking easy looking That's what you'll probably Fancy. get one or two people on this as well. Okay. Anyone, anyone out there that has any trouble, and I. because I've been in that position, yeah, yeah. I see my friends personally going through hard times, and yeah. I try my best. To reach out, but not make it blatant. Be yeah. like, oh, bro, you're down here, are we? In a roundabout way, I'll say to them, do you want to drop up, drop up the gaff and we watch the match and have a laugh? Or we go over the drive, do you know yeah. what I mean? And yeah. try and get them to open up a bit, but little by little. Yeah, do you know exactly. what I mean? Yeah, but a lot, a lot of people obviously don't want that. And as I said there as well, it's 2020 and you'll probably still get fucking ages out there going, mm. these two dopes yeah. and this, whatever. Put it this way. Walk them, put it out there to the warden. I'd rather listen to your story, bro, <laughs> than <laughs> sit here listening to someone else telling your story yeah. you're not around anymore. Yeah, well, that's, you know what it, I mean? that's what, we, what we're hoping for here is like, because we're from the flats and fucking, you know, that type of way, like we're not from somewhere posh and we're not going to, because we're normal young players, we're sitting here, we're not putting on an action, we're not doing any of this bollocks. People can probably relate to us and go, but these are just normal young from the flats and like, they're at the going through that and they're at the putting it out there to the world, so we can do it as well, you know, that type of way. So. Yeah, so that's what we're looking at here. Like, yeah. we're not, I'm not sitting here trying to show me Halo or anything. Like, do you know what I mean? I've done yeah, some fucking stupid things in here. Yeah, of course. I was a bit of a bollocks growing up, still a bit of a bollocks now. You but are a bit of a bollocks, you're a nuisance. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right, the last one thing we took from the last podcast is those people reaching out to us and saying, Oh, thanks for highlighting this or touching on that. And we were like, Did we? Yeah, did we touch on that? We were just trying to act the bollocks there. Yeah. But now we're actually out here, we're, we're opening up. Spreading it is tough. awareness, the mental health, addiction, shit, like that's everyday life, shit, mm-hmm. if you're from. Our, but not just our areas, but our areas go through it. Yeah. A lot, there's a lot of sleep, but there's also a lot of fucking good that comes with it. Yeah. Like, well, at the main, I'm at the main sitting there talking about how rough my childhood was with my man and blading, fucking neglected basically. You know what I mean? Growing up, but like she, my man has three other kids now, and she's amazing with them. Yeah. You know that type she's, of way. Like, yeah, that's yeah. something that we forgot to mention. The positive, yeah, the positive stuff. Your man has three younger kids. Yeah, you? three, three older ones, three younger ones, and two sets of twins. There yeah. is two sets of twin oh, brothers. But like twins. even even back then when when like it was rough, like she, I still wouldn't change what way I was ready for anybody. Like yeah. like there was time in the flats one day, one day when a loud youngler came in looking for a strainer off me and three or four other boys and. We were sitting there panicking, like I was, I, I was rattling, shaking, I was like, fuck sake, and my man screams over the barn, if you don't go up and kill that little bastard, when you come up to the gap, I'm going to kill you, because some little young girls down, she would smash you up and on, but there was loads of them, and when she screamed that down, I just got a little bounce, she said, fuck her, I got up and I had a strength on, but I got the head thumped on me. When I went up to the gap, my man said, fair play to you, don't fucking at anybody yeah. ever make a show yeah, like that again. It, yeah. And I wouldn't change they, them type of little life lessons I got. That's it, mate. I Someone needs to hit the back point. Yeah, yeah. 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 things that I... But that, that stands it in life, mate, and everything. You know, when someone tries to talk down to you, and yeah, all, yeah. you stand your ground. What are you, who are you talking about? Yeah. Do you know what Unless I mean? Unless you never never <laughs> it doesn't matter, mate. Yeah, you, should never, you should never let someone walk all over you. I, yeah. I'm not a fighter. Yeah. yeah, everyone tell you that. I'm not a fighter. Yeah. But I'm not going to let someone try and bully me. No, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah, And that's, that, that's the type of little life lessons. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fuck yeah. that. Yeah, and it's, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, you, you, you develop this, you, you only learn, as Coach Cabinet would say, we win or we learn. Yeah, we're not. And we're learning from it. We're yeah, learning. yeah. Well, everything I went through, I'm learning from. And everything you went through, I know you're learning from. Because yeah. you've turned your whole life around yeah, in the yeah. last six months, pal. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have. And... Happy with it. <laughs> I suppose we wrap this up, but before we go, we may as well throw out the message. Anybody out there that's suffering, it's been a hard year. Anyone out there that's going through uh, any hard times, give us a shout. Look, if, if people have been reaching out to us about cuddle, surely you can reach yeah. out and say, hey, lads, okay, I'm not feeling, yeah. I'm not yeah. feeling the best. 
drop us a message on the page or on your own Instagram pages. Yeah, exactly. And as well, like we're sitting here cringing at this, like and whatever. Yeah. But um, we got so many messages about off people trying to talk about like addiction and, and where we're from and stuff like that. So that's all we are doing there. Like, sorry about too serious about yeah. things. Yeah, I know it's coming up uh, the buzz of things, but there's also people that are looking for us to spread awareness on the serious side of shit like this that yeah. we've been through. So that's what we're here we're, for. That's what we are. Yeah, I think the main goal. And we'll get back to the buzzing now. Yeah. Don't get me yeah. wrong. I think the main goal of this podcast is look at what. Two young people from the NIC, a place with a bad reputation, and we're just trying to shine the light on how. Although, yeah, it's septic in the NIC. Yeah. Trust me, like it's rough, but it's the we best are, place we in the world. We are showing the light on the positives that come out Of course. So we wrap it up there, folks. Hopefully, thanks. we'll see you next week. Yeah, thanks very much, people. The Hip The unmissable Sky Black Friday sale has arrived. Get Sky Q with the TV you love all in one place. And lightning fast broadband with our best ever Wi-Fi all around your home. Plus, choose from Sky Sports or Sky Cinema. All for just €60 a month for 12 months with no setup fees. Don't miss out this Black Friday. Just search Sky Black Friday. New customers only. Availability subject to location. Minimum terms and further terms apply. For more info, see sky.ie slash speeds. Offer ends December 9th.